The following content pretty much promises to feature at least 45% more usage of the word fuck. Start the show. God Fuck. damn! No less than forty, forty-five percent more. It's Fuck. that kind of week. Ooh. It is exactly that kind of fucking week. Fuck. Niggas plus information plus alcohol equals opinions. While black, your black ass cheat sheet for the week of foolishness and fuckery. I am your boy Oz. I'm a black man in America. Doesn't even matter what my name is this week, man. It's that kind of week, bro. It's that kind of fucking week, it's, man. Man, I've, I'm going to tell you what. I feel bad for everybody that actually had to go into a job. Mm. This this week is one of the few weeks where I am, pri- I am happy. I won't say proud. Happy to be unemployed. Because I cannot imagine walking into the bookstore mm. on a week like this. Mm. I could not... And someone, someone I, just asking you a dumbass question. Just, not even a. It doesn't even have to be a race thing. A black person could walk in, could walk in, look at me with my with my uniform or my shirt with the company name on it, and go, "Do you work here?" Oh. And I'd be right on the edge of telling them to get the fuck out of my face. Yeah, that's enough to set it off. That's more than enough to set. I don't know. As a matter of fact. Um, I, I, I hear all my people who have been sent back to work. A lot of my people have been sent back to work. God bless y'all. Hang in there. I don't know how y'all doing it. Um, but y'all find a way. My ex-co-workers are the most resilient motherfuckers on the planet. It's because we have to. It's because we have to. We man. have to. You know, I, yeah, I've, I've been working from home. Um, which I'm, I'm very, again, I'm very thankful for. And I understand that's a privilege that I have. Um, the, the, the toughest part, or let me not, let me stop saying the toughest part. Cause there's a lot of tough parts and they're all equally fucking tough facts. One of the tough parts about being a black man in America is when you're in a meeting with other people and very casually as, as they do every week, you know, your manager or somebody asks you, so how are things going? How are you doing? And as a black man in America, it's it's very difficult for me to be dead ass honest with them and tell them like it's really actually kind of fucked up right now because I I just got to watch another black man murdered, um, you know, in front of my eyes, and I'm I'm constantly reminded that that could very easily be me. But no, my answer was ah, you know, everything's going okay. You know, I'm good. I'm happy. I'm safe. You know. Um, all this extra bullshit that I that I tend to throw in because as a black man I don't want people I don't want people to know how fucked up my life can be. And this is fucked up in the middle of a pandemic. Look. This is fucked up in the middle of a pandemic, something that no human being living has ever endured. So Here's here's another thing that we have to we have to put into a frame of reference as well. 
Um, one of the reasons why people, when I say people, I mean white people and non-black people, have had such a hard time with this pandemic. One of the reasons why is, um, as black people, we've been living with a pandemic for the last four or 500 years. And that pandemic is systemic racism. It is something that affects us all. Um, it is something for which we have no vaccine. None. It is, it is something that we cannot escape from, and it affects us mentally, physically, and spiritually. Black people have been living with the pandemic of systemic racism from birth. It is a birth defect, yet it is also a contagious and congenital disease at the same time. So, sure, COVID came around and it fucks a lot of people up. And the news that it affects us disproportionately is nothing new because so does every fucking thing else. Um, but y'all see, y'all see how it feels now. So with the backdrop of a pandemic, an actual biological pandemic, y'all, y'all was starting to understand what it's like to be us every fucking day. But guess what, y'all? Besides this biological pandemic, we have the pandemic of systemic racism to deal with as well. And one quick thing about the pan. Speaking of the pandemic, this will be one of those episodes where you won't hear much about COVID because it this, for us is a very special episode. Um, we'll talk more about why it's a uh, very special episode for us shortly. <laughs> but uh, COVID related, just so you don't think we're out of the loop, two important stories that are not getting reported on that need to be reported on. Um, one. It has come out. I don't know the uh, the congressman's name as of right now, but uh, there is a member of the GOP who has come out in an impassioned, impassioned video that has um, been that has been put on social media. Um, State representative, give me oh uh, Brian Sims. Yeah. Um, uh, state representative from the great state of Pennsylvania um, has has an impassioned video where he, according to him, he has just found out that it, that the um, that the Republicans have at least um, one the House Republicans have at least one member, maybe more, yeah, that have been that have tested positive for COVID nineteen and they have not told. Um, the Democrats, and that uh, there's been a whole process. There's been quarantining. There's been testing. There's been um um contact tracing, all that shit, and they have not told the Democrats. And the Democrats have had to share a room with these motherfuckers, which is just wrong. It's just that it's it flat. It's evil. That's criminal. That is criminal. Um, that is biological weaponry. And if anybody is paying attention to this, and it's amazing this isn't the the top news story next to uh, all the shit that's going on right now, because this would be the election. More or less, this would be the election. Mm -hmm. Um, The other story, COVID-related, a little more (laughs) lighthearted. There is a, there is a, uh, a testing facility in India, I believe. Yeah. Where... A monkey has escaped from the facility. A monkey escaped from the facility. Excuse me. 
attacked a lab technician on the campus of a medical school in India and ran away with blood samples from three patients infected with COVID-19 where they were working on the vaccine. And the monkey is just up in the tree somewhere. There's, I don't mean that figuratively. There's actual video footage of the monkey in the trees uh, just holding COVID blood. This is the most poorly written season of Earth <laughs> that I've ever seen. Uh, the, the writers, they've jumped the shark. They've jumped the shark. They brought in new writers. That's what it is. They, they got new showrunners. We went from COVID to murder hornets to cannibal rats in New York. And now we have Caesar <laughs> stealing the vaccine. <laughs> COVID. And just running off in the trees. Uh, telling y'all suck a dick. Shit. Ooh, buddy. What'd you say? This 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 season of Earth was sponsored by Mad Libs. Mad Libs. I'm telling you, they the writer's room is just a dry erase board where they have written Mad Libs up there. You just plug in whatever you want. Let's just do Murder Hornets. Ah, Murder Hornets sounds good. Why we, well, what are we going to do for next episode? Uh, erase Murder Hornets and put in monkeys. <laughs> what the fuck is going on? My God. Um, it, it's been a strange week. I'll say that. Um, but this is a special episode because this episode past the first block is going to be pretty much almost exclusively shut the fuck up. Yes. Everyone can shut the fuck up this week. And after the song of the week, everything from there on will be shut the fuck up. As a matter of fact, technically, we can start to shut the fuck up right now because we're starting off giving flowers to Mr. John Boyega. And John Boyega wants some of y'all to shut the fuck up. John Boyega is desperate for some of y'all to shut the fuck up. Uh, let me tell you something. Um, you can tell that this motherfucker probably doesn't have any more Star Wars in his future, and those checks have cleared. The checks have cleared. He's all in residuals now. And they he can't... bought his mama a house. Yep. He don't give a fuck what happens. You know he don't give a fuck what happens because he he. Look at look at look at that outfit. This dude, his first tweet said, "I really fucking hate racists." That's what he said. That's what he started off, and 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 then. When you know when people, people started, started commenting, people, they were like, man. "Oh man, what do you?" So you you really mean like all racist white? He was like, "No, I mean white on black, black racism, racism, the kind that's ruined the world." This is my own personal account. I am not here for the kids. Oh, sure did. He, somebody was like, "Oh man, such language." You know, I have kids that are Star Wars fans. John Boyega said, "Fuck them kids." <laughs> <laughs> that is that's the most apt. Most appropriate use of fuck them kids I've ever I've ever heard of in my life. And then came back with a follow up. The follow up is great. I said I was saying this. <laughs> come on, we gotta do it. We gotta nigga peace theater. Come on with it. A black so I say again. Fuck you, racist white people. I said what I said. If you don't fucking like it, go suck a dick. <laughs> You can't rattle me. I'm not the guy to be rattled. I wasn't raised by no weak people. <laughs> that nigga went whole attack the block <laughs> on that ass. Uh, <laughs> I love this man. Because 
and no, he just has no, he just has no fucks to give. He really didn't give any fucks he when, didn't. He, when he was doing Star Wars. He didn't. He just the checks just hadn't cleared. He just he would just be like, yeah, I, I don't, I don't, I don't rock with that. Well, we should expect that from somebody who who basically imitated and made fun of literally every member of his cast. <laughs> Talk so bad about about Harrison Ford's drunk ass. Yep. Oh hey, man, that was so hey. good. Um, John Boyega is more of what we need. He is more of what we need, and I understand for various reasons. You know. Black is not my is is not um, uh, monolithic, right. and that there are going to be some people that were just raised a certain way and hold things to their heart with a certain with a different degree of tact. I understand that, but on the other side of the fence, there are white people that have no problem yelling "All Lives Matter" at the top of their fucking lungs anytime we center black people. So I feel I always feel like we need some batshit crazy like that on our side too. That ain't afraid to yell at them and tell them to suck a dick. Let me let me let me go back to the tape. Oh, we do we have footage? Oh, I mean there's footage, but I just wanted to read again. Okay. And if you don't fucking like it, go suck a dick. I love it. I love it. And I love when the British get in dick. Like I feel like I feel like he listens to this podcast. I do. I really do. I really do. One is one of my dreams for this podcast is to get John Boyega to say, "You're listening to Opinions While Black, suck a black owned dick." Yes. Um. So, John Boyega is just really one of my favorite people in in Hollywood and Black Hollywood. He doesn't give a he doesn't give a fuck what you think about what comes out of his mouth. Um, and God just God bless him. We need more like him. I I. I that is one of my dreams to talk to him and maybe get him on the show and just get him to say something profane and awful to white people. Um, humans ain't shit. No. Okay. <laughs> where to start? Where to where to start? Shit. Um. Okay. To be honest, because I am I I am trying to start with love, and that's why we started with the flowers. And that's, that's about what, the end of the love. That's all. That's about the end of that. Um. I do try to start off with love, and in that case, I do want to say something to. There's a, there's a lot there. Whenever things like this happen, there's always a lot of infighting about who's doing the work and who isn't. Mm-hmm. There's always a lot of back and forth about well, um, oh social media. Oh, we gotta do something more than social media. Oh, this that that's not really doing the work. That's not this isn't doing the work. That's not doing the work. There's no one single action within the movement, within any movement, right. that is the work. That is unequivocally across the board, just that, the work. That's not how it works. Social media, it's not that social media isn't the work. Social media isn't the only work. Correct. Um, organizing and protesting isn't isn't just the work. It's not the only work. Right. Voting isn't just the work. Right. Exactly. Divestment is not just the work. Facts. It is, it is all these things combined that is the work, and everything plays an essential role. And the, I think the point where we get caught up is that so many of us are experts in one aspect, in one facet, mm-hmm. that we get caught up in that 
and we want to have the most to say about that and it turns into us alienating the other parts of the work and you know kind of and everybody kind of getting in their own bubble i'm doing the work no i'm doing the work right Every, the movement is a total is a, is it, it, all these things are a part of a whole and that whole is the movement so yes yeah, social media um hitting the ground doing the groundwork activism um the door to door kind of shit um somebody's got to be out there making these phone calls organizing yep everybody's got something they can be doing all of that equates to doing the work all that equates to a movement where everybody had a part and social media i i feel like i feel like it's partly my generation that takes social media for granted because we remember a time before it yep um and my and our my generation is unique in that way is that we're kind of these hybrids that not only brought it into being but also remember a time before it and what we did before then. And it makes sense to us. The people behind us are kind of like, man, what the fuck is a rotary telephone? <laughs> and Well, you know, as in my generation, I, <laughs> I, I remember the rotary telephone very clearly. And I, I'm not really sure what you young folks are up to with all this social media and swipe right and all that shit. You know, and so I think, and so... um the work is just finding your part, finding your thing that you excel at, and doing that part of the work. And you know, I'm I'm a big fan of if it's not hurting anybody else, you don't have to be worried about what other people are doing. Mm-hmm. Do your part, do your portions. Yeah, and you don't have to. And because we need at, at a time like this, we need way less infighting. Is this is this the part where we tell people to stop invoking MLK, or is that later? That's later. Okay. That's later. Uh, right. There's so many more bars for that. <laughs> um, but quit telling people how to do the work. Just quit telling people how to do their portion, and you do your portion as best you can. Because I would be dead-ass honest with y'all. Uh, no, I'm going to save it for later. Okay. I'll, I'll be dead-ass honest later. Bad. Gotcha. Sorry. Song of the week. I had a, man, I had a couple ways I was gonna go. Um, I was gonna go, Little John. I, I didn't know how fired up we were gonna be. I was gonna go. I was gonna go, Gil Scott Heron. Oh my God, Whitey on the Moon. He really did. He <laughs> queued up Whitey on the Moon. I was like, that makes so much sense. But let's not go there. I was gonna do Little John because I didn't know how fucking angry we were gonna be. Fuck security. Um, the song of the week this week is Most Deaf. From the True Magic album, uh, it was one of his. I, I think this is one of his lesser known. True Magic kind of. It, it was very. A lot of it was experimental. Very much lesser known, and I, I just remember. Um, I just remember like the 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 CD itself not really coming in an actual CD case. It looked like yeah. a CDR almost. <laughs> it looked like a mixtape. I was like, okay, uh, this is where we at with it. It looked like Yasin Bey was handing niggas his on the street mixtape <laughs> back in Brooklyn. Um, this is most deaf with "There's a Way." Uh, go ahead and catch the vibe. Pour mm. yourself something. It's going to be a very interesting episode. I'm definitely about to pour up again.
And uh, I'm going to do the same. And we'll be back with more opinions while black. Let's fucking go. Flash it. New things. This is a song. Got two lyrics. Very simple and plain. We can all sing together. No ass to feel left out. Join in. This is a song that people need to be singing right about now. When they're telling you that you can't, you shouldn't. You won't tell them this, tell them this, tell them this. simple song to learn lyrics to as well <laughs> there are two lyrics to the entire song he, he told y'all very simple yeah. and plain um 
that was kind of and I, maybe that was kind of the, the thing with True Magic. It was it was very straightforward yet very experimental. And I think that was it's one of those albums that listening to it now it, it strikes me a little differently. Oh yeah. At the time we were used to something very different from most death pre Yasin Bay. So it was it was a little it was a departure for us for a lot of people who were really into what he was more traditionally known for. I mean, there's some shit in that era of most that was very ahead of his time. The panties? Yeah. Niggas are doing that now. Like, niggas like Drake and Fonte, well, maybe not Fonte, Fonte been doing that, mm-hmm. but um, niggas are doing shit like the panties right now. Rappers. Yep. So, you know, um, shout out to most, I don't know, whatever he's doing. You know, there are niggas in Houston that still have a beef with with uh, Yasin Bay because he flaked on his uh, he flaked on his concert here twice in a row. Only twice. Oh, okay, so it, this was during I think it was the twentieth. I, I, I guess it's been twenty, the twentieth anniversary of uh, Black on Both Sides. Yeah, he did a short. He was doing a short little tour. And he had dates for uh, Austin and Houston. I don't think he did Dallas because fuck Dallas. Um, and so he flaked one time. He canceled at mm-hmm. I, I, he canceled the day of. Yeah, I remember that. And he was like, but he but but he he sent a message out. Keep your tickets. Keep your tickets. There's going to be a reschedule. And there was a reschedule like a month later. And a month later, not only did he cancel the day of, but then OK Player um, published a, a, a an article where they found most deaf in London at a bar, half drunk, giving a free concert. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. yeah. He, he, he was definitely about the swindle. <laughs> Y'all didn't, y'all didn't know that about Most Def. Most Def was actively and openly about the swindle. That was that was a swindle if ever I saw one. That's the original scam. And taught it to Jay Electronica. Oh, 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 oh! Dead serious. Bang, bang. I'm not even joking. I have never heard of a Jay Electronica concert, actually. Exactly. <laughs> You've probably heard of Jay Electronica getting paid for deposits and not showing up for the shows. Oh, shit. Oh, Oh, that's a that's a subject for a whole other episode. Mm. Um, let's Jay see. Electronica, shut the fuck up. <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh, with his Hotep ass album. Um, let's see what we got going on. Um, a lot of shut the fuck ups actually. Okay, let me get this one out of the way. Let me get let me get two quick ones out of the way because. Um, I kind of downplayed them because we ran out of time last week. Um, Future got to shut the fuck up. Oh. Yo, Future was shitting on his baby moms. One of them. I was going to say, which, you got to be Not more specific. Not Sierra. You got to be more specific. He was shitting on one of them. I forget, I forget what the young lady's name is, but uh, basically called her ugly and... She wasn't ugly when you fucked her and uh, she wasn't ugly when you had that baby fire and she wasn't ugly... When you shouted her out on Mother's Day to look like to look like you're not the shitty father you are. Yep. Um. So shut the fuck up there. 
Two, I've seen her. I beat. Fuck the bullshit. She she's not she's not Sierra, but she still looked good. I beat. Fuck it. Um, I think. And you know what? We need to start getting the future's ego. That's what it is. Y'all need to start getting the future's ego and talking about how y'all and how y'all would how y'all would fuck more of his baby moms. Cause the girl ain't ugly by any. That's yeah. That that's her Eliza or something. Yeah, I beat. I don't know what this little Barbie onesie is she got on, but I mean, I beat. I see why he smashed. I I see why he smashed. That's a cute baby. Damn, the baby looks like him. Yeah, that baby looks just like him. Um. Yeah, shut the fuck up, man. Oh, God. Yeah, I beat. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck wrong with him. Wait, how much is that child support? 53000 a month? Nigga, shut up. Pay that shit and shut the fuck up. He got it. He, We know he got it. Pay that shit and close your fucking mouth. He, he pays that much in perk every month. <laughs> <laughs> and the other person that needs to shut the fuck up from last week, Doja Cat. Now, I glazed over this, and I'm really kind of still going to glaze over it. I didn't want to give Doja Cat life. I don't I don't really listen to Doja Cat like that. Um, Nobody does, to be she's honest. An all right, she's an all right looking chick, I guess, if you're into that. Um, but I glazed over it because I didn't know the severity of what she had done. Uh, or why it was pissing people off. I just, I just knew I didn't want to give her life. Um, and it, honestly, one, it feels like a betrayal because she had the goodwill of the culture. Because we went to bat for her because Lana Del Rey was because Lana, Del, she was one of the many young women that Lana Del Rey named. Yep. Um, and so we. Went to bat for her in that regard. You know, she was having a good run. She's had a number one single. And, you know, for me, she was exceeding her 15 minutes. This is the bitch I'm a cow chick. I, I, I was going to say, I don't even know why they started the clock on her ass. Like, she had vastly exceeded her 15 minutes. Y'all just like it because she's light-skinned and does splits and shit. <laughs> she does splits. I guess. Mm. Okay, I, well, that's her, something to know. I've seen her throw her vagina in front of people. Oh, okay. Well, she, okay, that's cool. Um, I mean, but her being in those spaces speaks to a lot of what we're speaking to this week, which is people that have... Joe Budden said, it really, uh, said a really great, great quote on it. There are people that... There are people that have the... That want the the cultural attention mm-hmm. without the cultural participation. Oh, oh yeah. God, that is a see through sparkly outfit she has on. Yeah. Okay, she got some decent titties. All right. Um. <laughs> <laughs> you know, she's something to look at. Oz quietly changes his perspective on Doja Cat <laughs> after seeing her titties. <laughs> Um, yeah, she look all right. She look cool. Um, if you, like I say, I'm, 
I don't think she's 100% my cup of tea. I like these dark-skinned girls in her video that I'm seeing. You know, I like, you know, I like women of all shades, but the dark-skinned girls look a little better. Um, so, I just think that her having the culture's ear and her, I, I think she owes the culture better than to be in these chat rooms bullshitting with the incels. I think she owes the culture a little better than that. At least in, like, even if she wasn't, according to her, she wasn't participating. Right. She need not even be seen with the motherfuckers. Why, why is she even conversing with them? Why are you in there? Because, because they're the people that got you to where you are. That's cool and everything, but we're the ones that kept you where you at. I don't see none of them at your shows. And I don't see any of them talking about you like that on social media for real. So, you know, just know know what side your bread is buttered on. You know, damn, okay. I get it. Okay, understandable. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, she should shut the fuck up. And she should shut the fuck up. And, you know, hopefully, hopefully she's invested with whatever this last few minutes of her 15 she has. Um, who else needs to shut the fuck up? Hill Harper needs to shut the fuck up. This is a great story for me because, so, for some reason, for reasons unknown, I have access to HBO Max. I think everybody does at this point. So, so I was so I was looking through their catalog. HBO Max is just giving away the pussy right now. I was gonna say they are they are give they are, they are giving up the pussy left and right, and I ain't mad at it. Um, I was looking at their catalog, and they really went in the vault for some of their shit because mm-hmm. they indeed have steel. <laughs> for those of you who was, are that, not, was that you that posted the whole yes thing? okay. For those of you who who are not for for you eighties and nineties babies that did not know about this movie, Steel, starring Shaquille O'Neal, is maybe the worst thing Shaquille O'Neal ever gave us. Because at least with his rap career, okay. see, Damien had to look at me for it. I had, to, I had to think about it for a second. At least with his rap career, we got a hot Biggie verse out of it. Okay, you know what I'm saying? So we got a hot Biggie verse, some nice beats. Okay, this is the worst bullshit he ever gave us. For those of you who don't know, Steel is a character from DC Comics who is Superman-related. And you know at that time, this was the height of Shaquille O'Neal's basketball fame. And he had to be involved in everything Superman-related because he had a Superman tattoo. Mm -hmm. So they took a story that had nothing to do with anything happening in this movie. And they basically turned it into Iron the Iron Man, the first Iron Man movie, but for the hood. <laughs> a nigga designing weapons who does who want uh, who, who wants to who doesn't want his technology to fall in the wrong hands and all that bullshit. Nobody was believing Shaquille O'Neal's a fucking scientist. Um, but there's a appearance in the movie from one of the gang members that got their hands on Steel's technology. And the gang leader is Hill Harper, with a with a with an eye patch, and a and a gold grill, that's wearing all leather. That's, who 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 is apparently Muslim and doesn't and and doesn't eat pork. That's very unfortunate. 
and the great betrayal between him and the big and the big villain was that one day they were in the park eating hot dogs and he told him that he was eating turkey and he he was like, "Oh, I actually did give you pork." I shit you not. You so, know, I've never seen that movie. Oh God, you have to see this movie no, 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 just because no. you have to know how bad it. It was a movie that I actively avoided. This is the worst superhero movie ever made. Wow! And this is and I sat through Ghost Rider, both Ghost Riders. I sat through Blank Man. Blank Man was kind of the truth. <laughs> Blank Man was kind of fucking oh, truth. It had a message, but it was not good. I feel like I feel like if they tried to do that now, that would I feel like that would hold up. I agree. Like that Meteor Man. I feel like if they brought that back with a budget. Okay, okay, okay. Uh, yeah, okay. We're going to save that for another episode. I see what but you're saying. I, I've had this, this theory for a long time <laughs> that Meteor Man would hold up now. They would both still get killed by police, though. Agreed. Agreed. Um, I'm sorry, y'all. I'm just, I'm, just, I'm just bringing that anger back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't lose my edge today. So, Hill Harper, who was in Steel... <laughs> Who's in Steel and CSI, and that's all I really know him from. Um, he, he is the light-skinned nigga that's not Michael Ealy. Well, you know, my mom had a theory about why he didn't get more work than the other, get as much work as the other light-skins. It's because he was short. True. True. Shamar Moore. Yeah. Um, uh, um, uh, dude from Power, Amari Hardwick. All them were tall dudes. Boris Kojo were all tall yeah. dudes. Yeah. Hill Harper's mad short. Can't be light-skinned and short. You can't be the light-skinned Tay Diggs. Wow. At least Tay Diggs got brown sugar. Um, So Hill Harper... Okay. Gabrielle Union shouted out Zia Wade, her her uh, stepdaughter, um, for her birthday, her, for her 13th birthday, and used the appropriate pronouns that Zia has uh chosen for herself correct her and she correct hill harper jumps on the on the post on instagram right behind and goes happy birthday young man read letters to a young brother your mom wrote something in it you'll love it have a great day it felt so intentional in the misgendering yeah and so random and so late in the game to be promoting a book that you wrote like 15 years ago. It's, it, it had to be pointed. It, yeah, it feels very disingenuous. You know, as, as a person, and I've admitted on this show before, as, as a person who um, only came to uh, the modern understanding of gendering and gender roles, within the last five years. And it's something that I've admitted on this show and I've actually been educated on this show as well mm-hmm. in terms of like how people um, have their their preferred pronouns Facts. and so forth. Um, as a person who readily admits my own personal ignorance to it, I look at this instance and I realize that there are two options that Hill Harper had when it came to this. Um, first of all, knowing full well, I, I, I'm... I'm pretty sure he was not ignorant if he knows them well enough to wish Zaya a happy birthday then he knows what Zaya's personal pronouns are with that in mind if 
If you... You can just plug it into any one of those right there. If you know him, know them well enough to wish someone happy birthday, you know what their personal pronouns are. Uh, you have two options. You can either A, say nothing. If you don't want to address someone's personal pronouns, say nothing. Agreed. Say nothing at all. Option B, use their proper name. It would have been very easy for him to say, happy birthday, Zaya. And that's perfectly fine using that person's given name. You can always say nothing. You can always say nothing. You always have the option of saying nothing. Do you know how many times I stop myself from saying shit? Because it would not be productive. It, it, would, only, it would only highlight my own personal ignorance to certain things. Several times, I'm sure. I, it happens very often. Because I know, I personally know that there are things that I am not as schooled in that I should not comfortably speak upon. And in those moments, I shut the fuck up. Fair. Fair. Nothing wrong with that. Um, Hill Harper. Just shut the fuck just up, shut man. the fuck up, man. Just, I... No one... And that's the thing. No one called for you. Mm-mm. No one called for you. No one tagged you in this. Is it charging, by the way? I, I, I don't... I, I think I have to have the actual little thing that goes okay. on the side. That's all right. No, I'll, I'm fine. I'll get you on it. Give me um, a it's a weird... Damn, Microsoft. Um, so, um, what else we got? Oh, who else needs to shut the fuck up? Oh, Diddy! Yeah, that's the other thing. Oh, wait, wait. No, no that's fine. Plug this back over there. Y'all get to feel these. Y'all get to feel these technical difficulties. These technical difficulties. <laughs> Yo, first of all, I thought I had enough. Uh, Microsoft for this. Apple. Oh, there we go. And we're, other tech, te- and other tech companies. Fuck all y'all for USB C. Man, what the fuck? Y'all came out with this out of nowhere. Fuck all y'all for this shit. And tried to make it a thing across the board. And y'all haven't really circulated. It's like it's like new money. Yeah. You have to circulate the money a little bit more before you try to make it the standard. Yeah, y'all got to slow down on that shit, man. USB like USB-C has really been forced upon. I don't believe in the whole forced upon us thing, but y'all have really us working now. Y'all have really tried to force USB-C upon us. Now I know how white people feel when y'all try to tell them to wear masks. <laughs> Y'all have had micro USB implemented for years, and it, we're, we're fine with it. Like, who asked for this? What, what, what does this bring to make my life better? Oh, it's not about you. Oh no, no, it's about Apple making that money. Apple came up with USB C. Of course, they they're like it's yeah. better than USB A or USB Micro. Man, bitch. Uh, man, show Steve. me. Fuck, man, fuck y'all. Steve Jobs, Steve Jobs, uh, tyrant legacy lives on. Um, Diddy, another opportunity to shit on Diddy, well deserved. Um, with everything going on, Diddy decided to call an emergency, quote unquote, family meeting. Not related. Not related at all. It's just his. Is it's just his opportunity to use his music. 
his media mogul status. Um, is this through revolt? Is this uh, what else would it be through? Of course. Um, and he called an emergency family meeting, which is just his excuse to get people that he is um, being acquainted with on the internet. Um, down to sit down for a roundtable discussion and uh, take up people's time on the internet. I'm going to ask you a personal question, Oz. Do it. Let's say that you were upset about about recent events. You were upset about watching the death of a black man um, live on TV after having a knee in, in the back of his neck for nine minutes. Correct. And you decided that you wanted to mobilize people. Yeah. Okay. So you call a family meeting. You call a family meeting of the heavy hitters of people that you know are going to get shit done and get us motivated and mobilized and moving in the right direction. 100%. You got your own network. You have your own media platform to do this. I got my hitters. Who's the first person that you put on? Uh, Probably you. It wouldn't be Amy Schumer? No. No. Oh. I don't want to talk to Amy Schumer about black shit. Okay, I guess I read the room wrong. I don't want, yes, <laughs> did he read the whole fucking room? I don't want to talk to Amy Schumer. And that's who's on this list. He brought, look, the most activism Amy Schumer has on her belt is the fact that she's related to uh, Chuck Schumer. And she said that she sucked black dick. And that she has sucked black dick, which I actually, I 100%, um, I believe that. Right. That doesn't make you an expert on issues affecting African Americans, however. Your proximity to an African American penis does not go on your resume. Unless I'm trying to fuck, and I'm not trying to fuck Amy Schumer. Look at her. Look at her, bro. I mean, look, look. Everybody's going through their quarantine looks right now. So I'm not going to be mad at this picture. She looks like Mitch McConnell. Look at her. <laughs> oh, shit. Um, but Amy Schumer is like the blue lion <laughs> in white feminism Voltron. Like, no, no. Yeah, yeah, no. She's like the black. Is it the black lion? Maybe whichever one. The black lion is the centerpiece. Okay, okay. Whichever the red lion then, whichever one is the the one the rival one. We're gonna set this. Yeah, on. yeah. She's white fem. Yeah, white feminism Voltron. She'd be the red lion. She's Lance. <laughs> she's the right arm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I buy. I buy that. Okay. Yeah, she's she's the right arm of white feminism Voltron. Lena Dunham would form the head, of course. <laughs> um. Lena Dunham is absolutely the black lion of uh, white feminism, Voltron. But in this case, Amy Schumer would be the red lion. Um, she's Lance. So, I don't want to hear from her. I don't really want to hear from Jamel Hill. I have nothing but respect for Jamel Hill. But she's going to talk her shit regardless. And sometimes she's a little off. She's a little off target. Jamel Hill talks like a person that's trying to keep a show on air. Agreed. I yeah, mean, that's what it is. As, as much as I support her, she her her interest is always trying to stay on air. She's the new Teray. Wow. Damn. She's the new Teray. Damn. She's trying to keep a show on. You know, Teray was a rabble rouser that roused the wrong rabble. So he was always trying to 
get a get a gig on air or sell a book to, that that had nothing to do with anything. Like he was trying to sell his Prince book. Damn. I just want y'all to know we are going through this liquor today. We are. It might not make it to the end of the show. We are. I think I, I think this is one of those special episodes. We've earned it. Fuck. Um, Fuck. I don't want to hear. So, yeah, I don't want to hear from Jamel Hill. Um, I definitely don't want to hear from Sean King. Ever. Somebody on Twitter called him the Man of Steel. <laughs> S-T-E-A-L, Steel. <laughs> and I have not stopped laughing since. <laughs> wow. How about we not bring on people that are under investigation? He is the white fraud. He is the white chessboard square to Umar Johnson. Like, <laughs> yeah. They are separated from the same embryo. What was that shit called? Metabolife? Wow. Herbalife? Yeah. He is the white version of Herbalife. <laughs> um, speaking of Sean King, Sean King has been Sean Kinging yet again. Yep. His um, people once again want to know where the fucking money has gone to. Yeah. Um, Sean King, Sean King is always raising money for something. Now Sean King, what is it? He wants to he wants to raise money for like a network. I I think that one has already failed. Okay. Uh, I think that was one of the things that have failed. He wanted to he wanted to launch a reboot of the Frederick Frederick Douglass abolitionist newspaper the north star this was last february this was like a year ago and he was going to have uh well he had he had uh sponsors or he had contribute i'm drunk y'all contributions from people like susan sarandon eric michael dyson michael eric dyson sure megan mullally um you know he he raised quite a bit of quite a bit quite a bit of money and uh it didn't happen nothing and we don't know where the money went. Yeah. Um, yeah. Mobile app disappeared. The, the the full news site was not updated in over a year. Um, and he, he blames it. Sean King blames it on him being a little too overambitious and trying to do too much at one time. That's the equivalent of him, of him saying he's, he's just so passionate. Get the fuck out of here. So, so now, and, and here's the thing. We almost, almost owed DeRay McKesson an apology. Mm. Almost. Because DeRay McKesson has been trying to tell us for years that Sean King was full of shit. Takes one to know one, though. I was going to say, um, this, I was, this is coming from somebody who takes money from McDonald's and is the most, opportuni- most, uh, most opportunistic motherfucker in all of black Hollywood. Um, but he's been trying to tell us for years that Sean King is full of shit. This is what they, this is what the original Black Lives Matter team fell out over. Um, cause he was suspect with the money. Um, the only, th- honestly, the only thing that kept him in people's good graces was that Rihanna fucked with him. Yeah. But you know, even perfect, they, perfect people make mistakes. Yeah. I mean, they, they just fuck with him cause they, they recognize his name from shit. That's all it is. Sean, right. Rihanna, Rihanna read something that was that happened to be bars. Saw Sean King's name next to it and was like, yeah. oh, yeah, sure, I fuck with him. Yeah. That's fair. That's fair. Every, even perfect people make mistakes. Perfect people like Rihanna. Um, so, 
none of this is it should be a surprise to me and a lot of this i and i understand and so a lot of this makes me understand why people are so are so up in arms about who's doing the work and who's not because we have people that are um vultures and people that are feeding on the culture and are feeding on the pain and you know that and everything they say they have to tweet something, and then in the tweet yep. under it, they have to have their PayPal. Yep. Um, cash app. Their cash app or whatever. So I understand the the anger. But sometimes it's misplaced. Today it's not misplaced. Sean King deserves every bit of it. Just saying. Um. So yeah. Um, the moral of that story is fuck Sean King and fuck Diddy for trying to put Sean King on. Quick, y'all. Okay. It takes one Google search, y'all. All bullshit aside. Stop, stop, stop. Stop inviting celebrities to... Stop inviting celebrities to do shit like this. Let's just be... Let's be 100% real. Let's keep it a straight hundo. Let's keep it a Benjamin Franklin. Because they don't need the... They don't really need the boost. We just want the money. Have these motherfuckers write a check. Have them write a check to the people that are doing the work. That is all that we need you and your rich-ass celebrity motherfuckers to do. We don't need... Amy Schumer can suck a dick while she's doing it. She can suck a black-owned dick while she's doing it. Just write a check. Just write a check. That's it. Match a contribution. That's all we need from y'all. Right. Yeah. And, and, just, and, and if you're going to put people on, put the people doing the work on. They're the ones that need the magnification. That's my thing, is that Jamel Hill doesn't need the magnification. Jamel Hill is still getting paid tons of money um, to. I believe she's still podcasting for ESPN. Maybe. Man, put the hot, put 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 some people on revolt that are actually in the front lines, fucking getting tear gassed or or trying to organize, trying to organize peaceful protests. Or try or you get some people in there that are actually working with lawmakers to enact laws and policies that that, or at least someone that has and deserves the good faith of the community. Somebody, man, not Amy Schumer and not Sean King. Fuck no, and not Jamie from Black Girl Nerds. Stop trying to put her on, y'all. God, BT man. What well, did we just report on them trying to put uh, Jamie yeah. on? Sick of y'all, your fucking we- famous friends. Famous scammer friends. Fuck scammers, man. They're scamming your bitch ass, did he? Well, uh, he kind of earned it. I'm drunk. <laughs> Diddy kind of earned it because he's scamming Mace. Um, the NFL's still trash. Fuck them. <laughs> Randall is quite drunk. Shut, man. I'm the gonna... NFL can shut the fuck up. It's your show. I'm gonna let you. I'm gonna let you set it off. I got bars. So. <clears throat> the NFL is still trash. Um, in the in the wake of the death of uh, George Floyd, uh, 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 Breonna Taylor, Ahmaud Arbery, and um, the, Ahmaud, oh Tracy Walker's cousin. Okay, that's who he was related to. Yeah. All right. Cool. All right. Now I know. Um, Roger Goodell issued a statement. Um, on the NFL's uh, Instagram. The NFL family is greatly saddened by the tragic events across our country. 
The protesters' reactions to these incidents reflect the pain and anger and frustration that so many of us feel. Our deepest condolences go out to the family of Mr. George Floyd and to those who have lost loved ones, including the families of Miss Breonna Taylor in, in Louisville, Mr. Ahmaud Arbery, the cousin of Tracy Walker of the Detroit Lions. As current events dramatically underscore, there remains much more to do as a country and as a league. These tragedies inform the NFL's commitment and ongoing efforts. There remains an urgent need for action. What kind of action? We recognize the power of our platform in communities and as part of the fabric of the American society. No fucking... I'm sorry. We embrace that responsibility and are committed to continuing the important work to address these systemic issues together with our players, clubs, and partners. NFL Commissioner Roger Goodell. That was for Roger Goodell. Um, so let's talk about that and why that's a bunch of bullshit and why this is kind of a spit in the face um, to many people, but above all, Colin Kaepernick. Um, if they believed any of this shit, Colin Kaepernick would have a job right now. If they believe any of this shit, not only would Colin Kaepernick, not only would he have a job, he would have a job on Roger Goodell's dime. Roger Goodell could easily put his foot down to any one of these clubs, to any one of these ball clubs, and go, "Hey, listen, you," and, and because because let's be honest, the GMs and the front offices of these ball clubs. Have been very vocal that they didn't that that they didn't want Colin Kaepernick's level of quote unquote troublemaking and politics and politics going on in their in their ball club. Mm-hmm. So it's not like a secret. So it's not a secret as to why they haven't hired him. Roger Goodell could easily put his foot down and hey and go hey fuck the bullshit. You see what he can do. Um, he's easily more capable than the people you have on staff. So-and-so's up for renegotiation. He needs to be a part of the conversation. And that would be all he needs. And even if he didn't get hired, that would be on record. That's all he needs. So we know, since that's not happening, since y'all didn't give Colin Kaepernick the opportunity to audition, even when you told us you were giving him the opportunity to audition, and you were just covering your asses so you could say, oh, well, we tried, which is what you do with so many aspects of representation uh, within within the media, within sports. Um, fuck this whole statement. Fuck this whole entire statement. My next question, where the fuck is Jay-Z? All you niggas that caped for Hove and said he was changing things from the inside, where the fuck is he now? Where the fuck is Mr. Sean... Uh, we need more than a Neil, more than a March Carter. Where is where the fuck is he now that we have now that we have marches, now that we have protests, now that now that niggas are ready to set this shit off? Where the fuck is he now? Cause I don't know. I don't think I I, I wouldn't be surprised if Jay Z signed off on this bullshit. I don't know. I don't know. So, hey, y'all. My name is Damien. Fuck the NFL. (laughs) Um, This 
what what really what really fucking pissed me off about this particular statement is that they are basically admitting that everything that they did surrounding Colin Kaepernick was a fucking lie. Everything. They are they are they essentially what they are saying here, they are saying the same shit that Colin Kaepernick was taking a knee for. The first time someone asked him why he was kneeling, he explained all of this in full. All of this. So for you, and this, America has a history of co-opting messages from the oppressed to suit their needs when it suits them. So when it's on brand for them all of a sudden to say some shit like this, they'll fucking say it. But they basically changed an entire man's livelihood and created a web of lies based on the fact that this was not on brand for them at the time. And now all of a sudden, y'all see that, that there's a there's a fucking problem. The tragedies inform the NFL's commitment. Fuck you and your commitment. You ain't committed to shit. There remains an urgent need for action. You fucking right. Now what do you plan to do? Exactly. Your boy, your boy, Sean Carter said, we're past the point of kneeling. And he had nothing to say after that. Fuck him. Fuck him. He sold some shirts. Fuck him. He put J-Lo and Shakira on stage. Fuck both of them. <laughs> J-Lo's fine. We'll take that. Yeah, we'll take that. That's fine. Shakira's all right, but she can't sing. She never could sing. Yeah, we weren't watching her for that. Either. Y'all just like it because she, she, she knew how to shake that ass. Yeah, that's true. Be real about that shit. Yeah, I am. All right. Y'all, if y'all were really... Talk about we, we are con- committed to continuing... The important work to address systemic issues. When did you issues. start the work? When did you start it? Because, bitch, you you bought right into the fucking systemic issues. When did you start the work? Was it the Ray Rice issue? The way y'all treated women? Fuck y'all. Was it Ben Roethlisberger? Was it Aaron Hernandez? I hope you go the way of the XFL. I hope you go. Oh, damn. I hope you go broke. I hope we never have to look at American football ever again. It's not even football. Soccer is the real football, bitch. Yeah, that's true, too. And that hurts me to say as an American. That does. Because I don't like soccer either. I kind of fuck with soccer a I little don't. bit. Fuck Manchester United, by the way. So don't don't invoke don't try to invoke the same message that Kaepernick was invoking. Y'all some hoe ass niggas for that shit. Fuck Roger Goodell. Fuck Jay Z. Nas one. Yeah. Whatever else. <laughs> Beyonce. Beyonce is the best rapper in her household. You oh, know. I'm damn. Just, I'm just saying. Damn. Man. God damn it. Nas one. Not really, but <laughs> no, I would say no. Nas did not win. <laughs> not really, but I mean, you know, you don't see Nas out here saying dumb shit like this. Shut the fuck up, y'all. I mean, it's the least he can do to make it up to us because Ether, I don't think, is aged as well as um, people would like to think. Um, yeah, man, fuck the NFL, bro. And as long as we are on, as long as we're on the current state of things right now, um, Tyler Perry wants us to stop the violence. Tyler Perry and, and not as much. Killer Mike, even though he said some things in his very impassioned, heartfelt statement that I could criticize, this isn't just for for Tyler Perry, but all of y'all on this stop the violence tip, 
don't burn your own community down. Listen, y'all. First of all, I haven't heard... I, I, I can only speak from my experience. I haven't heard of anybody here in Houston trying to burn Third Ward down. That is that is a fact. Um, I don't. I haven't heard. Randall might have heard something different. I haven't heard of anybody really trying to fuck with black businesses. No, no one, no one black is trying to fuck with black businesses. Okay, okay. I mean there there are there are reports out there that there are, and and there's actually there's actual video footage of like groups of white people. <laughs> Who, we'll get to that. Yeah, I mean that's we'll that's a that. whole other thing. But as 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 it comes to so again, Tyler Perry, you know what what violence is? Violence is perpetuating horrible stereotypes in your creations and in your writing and passing it off as viable entertainment. That is violence, oh, sir. Shit. Violence is carrying on an ages old tradition of emasculating black men by portraying stereotypes. Of a stereotypical mammy. cooning ass mammy. Sir, that is violence. Fuck you. What 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 I need y'all to start doing for, for all of you who keep who keep just cap most like cavalierly telling people to not resort to looting and not resort to violence. First of all, you don't commit violence against property. You could you commit violence against people. So this is not violence. Violence was when you do bodily harm to another person. It's not when you break a window. That's not violence. That's right. vandalism. Okay, get your shit straight. What you're doing is you're 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 humanizing objects, things. Fuck you and that shit. Which is the, which is the last thing we need in this capitalist society. We've right. seen where capitalism has gotten us so far. You're already placing businesses over people to begin with. We've seen that throughout this whole fucking pandemic. But what I challenge you to do. Is when you sit here, you tell people how to not react to shit. Give them a viable solution to it, because you know what? We've tried we've tried silent protests, we've tried kneeling, we've tried kneeling, and people are like, "That is just the most offensive thing that you can do to this country." It's like, okay, so you want us, but you you want us to protest nonviolently, and when people protest nonviolently, you shit on that. So the next step is we got to break some fucking windows. And if you have a problem with that, Tyler Perry, overlord of what is right and what is just, please tell us what form of protest will people respond to? If y'all could clearly tell us what form of protest people respond to, they will do it. But you can't do it because the, the bottom line is you don't want people to fucking protest. And people like Tyler Perry are doing the exact same shit. That's basically what it they is. Just, you just don't want people to protest because it fucks with your money. Fuck you. Fuck your money. I hope you burn to the fucking ground too. And let me and, and let me say something else is that... Why am I so angry, y'all? Well, this is something to be angry about. I mean, and let me say the other thing is that you cannot... You cannot criticize a movement. You cannot criticize actions... Or the, that a group of people take without first looking at the reasons that that group exists, the reasons that those actions were resorted to in the first place. And Damien said it. We tried everything else. People are frustrated. Nobody's no nobody's saying 
People, this is what you do when 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 nobody else when nobody will hear you. This is what happens when nobody will hear you and you resort to everything. I remember there was a a video of a a, a gentleman who. I don't know. There was like some Asian people's like nail salon or something. I don't know if you remember this. Um, there was some Asian people's nail salon and the guy shows up with a bag full of rocks. Literal bag full of rocks. And he said that he had previously went in there and stopped and told and told these Asian people to stop being racist towards black women and stop harming black women. That he had told them before and he didn't want to have to tell them again. Apparently he had to tell them again. And they didn't listen to him. So he showed up with a bag full of rocks and just threw rocks all in their windows. And vandalized their shit and said, I told y'all to stop fucking with black women. And told the cops what happened. Told the cops, told the cops exactly why he showed up. He wanted it all on film. And he told the and he told the people filming he he told the people filming on their video phones on their on on exactly what the fuck was going on. And this was his last resort. Y'all don't want to hear nothing else. I'm gonna show y'all. You know the old saying when your mama says I'm gonna show you better than you can tell you better than I can tell you. That's what they mean. Okay. Because you don't want to do nothing else. I'm I'm glad you brought that up. And, and I, I apologize in advance. This is going to be a little bit of an aside from, yeah. um, but this is something that's kind of been on, on my spirit all week. Mm. Um, as is, as always happens in instances like this, and and I, I feel almost embarrassed that I still let this kind of shit annoy me. Um, but whenever we run into shit like this, obviously we run into the people that say, "What about black on black crime?" All right. Oh! When when we call out a problem, we always run into people that say, "What about this?" And I and I'm gonna I'm gonna tie this into what you were talking about just now. When people say shit like that, basically what you're saying is, we can't try to cure cancer and AIDS at the same time. What what you're saying is, based on what we perceive you to perceive your value of life is. That person who we've watched suffer and die is not worthy of life because we we have some type of belief that you as a people don't value life. Mm-hmm. So if a person forged or, or, or presented counterfeit money to a store clerk, what you're saying is their life is forfeit and they deserve to die for passing a counterfeit bill, if that's the case, by the way. Because you yourselves have not demonstrated that your lives are of value. Um, and, they, and they throw in this shit that says, what about black on black crime? And they're saying this shit like we're not trying to solve it ourselves. Okay? If such a thing actually exists in the context that you're speaking of. But what y'all have to understand is when it comes to when it comes to what we're talking about with police brutality and systemic racism, mm-hmm. killing people, okay? We can do all the screaming, we can do all the kneeling, we can do all the the burning that we want to do. Police will not stop killing black people until y'all 
make them stop killing black people. It is not incumbent upon the oppressed to stop the the oppression. That is that is that's the very nature the very nature of oppression is that the oppressed cannot stop it without without bloodshed in most cases. So if you expect black people to be solely responsible for stopping cops from killing us, then you are sadly fucking mistaken. So I say that to say I used this example with someone early in the week who who came up with that what about black on black crime shit. Mm-hmm. And I was like, if 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 a man is beating his wife and has her pinned in the corner and is beating her and his wife is screaming, stop, screaming, stop, screaming, stop. And she's trying everything she can to make him stop. Mm. Is it her fault that he continues to beat her? No. no. It is the fault of the person committing the atrocity. So it is the responsibility of the oppressor to stop the oppression. So when people who are being oppressed or people who are having their freedoms and their rights and their comfortability infringed upon, when they react in a violent manner or in a manner that you do not agree with, what they're telling you is you need to do something about it. If I'm throwing rocks in your fucking window because that's the only way that you're going to stop and look at me, what I'm telling you is you need to do something that about means this I want shit. You to pay attention because you have the uh, power to do something about this. Plain and simple. Um, when y'all say what is up with the black on, with black on black crime, do I ask y'all motherfuckers what's up with the opioid crisis? Because motherfuckers were sure sympathetic to y'all for that shit. We should. And that's some very self-imposed shit. Wasn't a problem until it affected y'all. You know what I'm saying? Fuck you and your opioids. Die from that shit. Opioids. I don't give a fuck. Um. Let me also and 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 well no and I'm, and actually I'm gonna get to that in, in, later in the. They better get me off this alcohol. Um, we're gonna take a quick break. We'll be right back. I don't want a fucking break. <laughs> but I probably need one. Um, you were listening to opinions while black. Sober conversation with the least sober team in podcasting. Pour up. And we are black. We are back. Mm -hmm. (laughs) We are black. We are opinionated. And I think we are drunk. It's about to get worse. It's it. I really is about to get worse. This second, this next segment is sponsored by uh, coworker shots. Oh shit! Coworker Jello shots. He brought out the coworker Jello shots. It's it is on and popping. Um, I might be drunk. Enough. I was drunk as fuck last night watching uh UFC fight night. <laughs> you know that's been the one thing about this whole quarantine thing is that you know when I was working, um. I I was never home on Saturday nights for the fight. Yeah. And I was very excited about this fight because Tyron Woodley is back. Uh, this is one of these niggas that have beat the, all the best of the best. Let me take this first shot. Woo! Mm. Ooh! Oh, my Jesus. We'll save the next one for the last segment. Yeah, we uh, will. Uh, 
But just a quick shout out because my rule in UFC is that I root for everybody black. And if nobody blacks fighting, I just root for the person that's most likely to get pulled over by the police. <laughs> um, but there were black people fighting in the undercard. Uh, shout out to Jamal Hill, who I think finished his round, who I think finished the fight in a minute and fifteen seconds. You need a Jamal. He beat the uh, Jamal. Yeah, it was Jamal. Yeah, yeah, Jamal Hill. He beat the fuck out of that dude. He beat the fuck. He ran. You know, they usually start dancing a little bit around the octagon. He went right for this motherfucker and, and just and just put them fifth ward B's on him. Put him on put him on his ass. TKO. To the point Halle Berry shouted him out. Damn. Um Damn. Exactly. Yes. Halle Berry shouted him out and said Jamal Hill is fire. Look, y'all, I'm I'm a, I'm gonna tell y'all straight up and not just because I'm drunk. Even though I'm married, if, if if Halle Berry shouts me out, I'm gonna be like, <laughs> "So, so what's up?" I feel like your wife would understand though a little bit. I, I think, I think, I think I could I could get away with asking I, for forgiveness on I that one. I think that would be a special occasion. Yeah, that would be an exception. I'd be like, "No, nah, we doing that. We doing a John Wick prequel with her and the dogs. That's that's what it is." I I think the thing is, she would expect the bag. Like, they would have to come yeah, up with a bag. Yeah, you know they, what I'm they, saying? They would, I would have to have that ahead of time. Like, there would have to be some compensation. Involved. By the way, here's a whole brand new house that Facts. we got. Um, and is is loaded with its own vault. Facts. By the way, I'm fucking Halle Berry. Right. <laughs> <laughs> That's, uh, um, you the, know. The other one, the other dude, and I have to shout him out because I was doubtful of him, was Roosevelt Roberts. Let me tell you something. These was the three blackest names I've heard in a long time, <laughs> other than Barack Obama and Draymond Green, are Tyrone Woodley, <laughs> Jamal Hill, wow, and Roosevelt Roberts. Roosevelt Roberts. <laughs> these are all the these are all the undercards. These are all the small names. They sound like characters from like Eddie Murphy's Life movie. Exactly. That was the other yeah. thing. I thought these are all niggas that Eddie Murphy has played at some point. They sound like like Harriet Tubman's sidekicks. Like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <These> <laughs> they just randomly in the movie yelling, To freedom! <laughs> wow. Um, Roosevelt Roberts, I was doubtful of him. Because you know when they do the little weigh-in where they have to stare at each other and shit? Yeah. So... First of all, the UFC is doing some weird shit. They make them wear masks during the little stare down. But they about to be in the ring fighting in each, in each other's face and wrestling and choking each other out. So I don't know what the fuck y'all got masks on them for now. Um, He was in the other dude's face. Now, this is where my belief is you're not supposed to say shit in the stare down. You're just supposed to, you're just supposed to put the fear of God in this motherfucker with a look. Yeah. This nigga was talking. I don't know what he was saying to him, but he was talking cash shit. He was talking cash money shit. And the other dude, who I'm assuming was part Native American, because he was toe-to-toe in Cherokee feathers. He was head-to-toe in Cherokee feathers. He was just staring this motherfucker down. <laughs> he was just he was staring this motherfucker that's talking cash shit to him. I don't know what he was saying. I was like, oh, that's not looking good. The the dude who talked the most shit is usually the first one to get his ass busted. Roosevelt Roberts beat the shit out of this dude, too. 
choked him out, tap out, submission. And and after that, went over to his people while he was laying on the floor, went over to his co- to the dude's coaching people who started talking about, don't have your boy talking shit to me in the locker room, dog, about what he going to do to me. And then went up to Daniel Cormier, who was who was officially who who was uh, a, the announcer. It was like, hey man, that man went up. That man went in the locker room talking shit. So DC is officially retired. I don't know if he's retired, but I know. He, I mean, he's definitely he's definitely um, doing the the announcer shit, the Roy Jones shit. Okay. Um, I'm I'm kind of surprised he's retired. He could still bust a nigga ass. Um, and I have to shout out Jamal Hill and Roosevelt Roberts. I had to take that time out because Tyron Woodley was such a fucking disappointment. Um, Tyron Woodley got his ass whooped. This was, this was the dude who was like number two under Usman and Gilbert Burns, who was like number eight and has been fast moving up the ranks. Yeah. Whooped this man's ass so bad. See, Tyron Woodley thought he was gonna get away with that, with that, with that leap backwards, uh, Floyd Mayweather bullshit, gallop backwards on him shit. Mm-mm. No, this man kept going in for him, busting his ass. Tyron Woodley looked, he looked like he was just losing his powers. This nigga, <laughs> man, and he came in so hype. That was what fucked me up with that beard, that mighty beard. This nigga looks like the one Q dog at every HBCU. That hops solo, that hops solo and has gold boots on, even yeah. with his two-piece suit on, defending yeah. his thesis, and got his ass whooped. That man let the culture down. I'm sorry. Tyrone Woodley let the culture down. Uh, I should have known it was a wrap for him when Kobe Covington said he was going to win. Uh, Kobe Covington ain't been right about shit. So shout out to Jamal Hill and Roosevelt Roberts for holding the culture down because uh, Tyrone Woodley has failed the city. Um, and that is my UFC uh, review for this week. Um, AKA the only sport that's actually happening right now. Right, because ESPN is so happy when that shit comes on so they can announce something. Because it's either that or they have, or, or, you, or ESPN is showing yeah. niggas playing 2K. Or professional wrestling, yeah. Oh my God. Anyway, uh, it's time for White People Must Be Stopped. Skirt, skirt! I just wanted to talk really quick about the uh, protesting and some of the riots. Um, last night, uh, after the uh, after watching Tyrone Woodley get his ass whooped, um, I, I I I turned on CNN and they were showing uh, people trying to break into CNN headquarters. Mm-hmm. And my group chat was lit. They were like, oh, man, these motherfuckers trying to break into CNN. You got to turn this shit on. You got to check this out. They got live footage. What I saw was a white boy walking up and down the protest line with a skateboard who kept trying to bust the window down. And the, and the, the, and the cops had made a phalanx. These niggas thought they were the 300 Spartans. They jumped down and made a phalanx with their shields. They had been waiting on the excuse to do this bullshit. And the white boy keeps trying to break the break the window with the with with his skateboard. All the niggas are at least five to ten feet behind him, not making a move. <laughs> 
And CNN keeps reporting. Oh, I think they're going to rush him. I think they're going to. And I don't know who the fuck that was behind them. Uh, they were talking to Chris Cuomo, but. Oh, I think they're going to rush us. I think this is it. I think they're going to make their move. Ain't nobody moving but the white boy. And once they broke broke one of the windows down and they saw that the white boy wasn't, wasn't about it, they kind of tapered off. Left that white boy where the fuck he was. And I saw a few moments on social media where the only real destroying of property was white boys. Yep. Black people were chilling. In Houston, black people and some of the and, and some of the kind of middle of the road white people, they sat in the middle of Main Street playing Uno. I have people who were there and gave me first hand accounts that they were saying like anytime they looked up and saw any type of destruction taking place, it was always groups of white people trying Every to time. instigate it. Y'all y'all know why? Because we know better. <laughs> we know that if some shit pops off, y'all going to aim at us first. Exactly. A, a friend of mine actually gave me a, a very, he actually sent me a very um, poignant image. Um, he He's in Flatbush, Brooklyn. Where, oh! Where Oz wishes he was right now. Yeah, man. And, you know, they're, they're, very, they're very organized. Um, I heard it's been popping off in New York. Yeah, it's popping off in New York. But but he said a lot of the protests that he's seen over there are, are very organized, and people are very aware of the protocols of peaceful of peaceful assembly. So like, if white people start getting out of line, people start shouting them down. Like even other white people start shouting them down. Like nah, you're not you're not gonna do that shit here. You're not gonna fuck it up for everybody else. Um, and one of the images that he sent. Um, a, a video that he took was of um, there was a, a protest yesterday where Jumaine what is his name he got a weird name Jumaine Jumaine I can't read because I'm inebriated anyway the image is of um, a retreat that was negotiated uh, a, a police retreat that was negotiated uh, the police had a front up for people who were protesting, mm-hmm. and this guy who's on city council came out and negotiated with the police. Like y'all need to y'all need to pull your line back so people can peacefully assemble. And what you see in this crowd of of different types of people is that they sent all the white people to the front of the line as human shields to start slowly forcing the police to retreat. And he said that like people in the crowd were like telling the white people like yeah you need to get up front to protect everybody else and the white people were very willingly going up front and doing their jobs as allies, fully understanding right. that cops are not going to fire on white on people. White people. And as you can see here in this video that I'm showing you now, the police are slowly and peacefully retreating back, and and the people are still being allowed. To peacefully assemble and protest, as is their First Amendment right. I th- I think the moral of that story, we can safely say, is know who your allies are. Yes. Know who the instigators are. Know what instigating looks like. Um, people that are your allies in these protests are going to want to be a barrier and they're going to want to diffuse things between you and the police. Right. 
and they are going to help you ex. They're going to do whatever they can to help you exercise your right to assemble. The agitators, yes, the anarchists, Antifa. Um, <laughs> they don't want that. They don't. They want the shit to jump off, and. You know, if the shit jumps off, I'm not. You know, you know, if y'all if y'all gotta bust some shit up, you know, fuck Target. But look, Target even said we're gonna be all right. <laughs> right. They were like, yeah, we got 200 people that work in this store. They they're gonna be all right. You know, we we understand what y'all are doing. So y'all do what y'all do. At the end of the day, they're gonna want. If if, if some shit pops off, it's gonna happen organically. Um, what these white boys are doing is clearly not organic. What the white boy outside CNN was doing was clearly not organic because there were no niggas behind him on it. And, you know, anybody who saw the season finale of Westworld ought to be hella suspect about all this shit. Because y'all saw Marshawn Lynch and Lena Waithe intentionally setting (laughs) shit off. In a fictional distant future. Hell yeah. Marshawn Lynch just egging on the crowd to break the barrier and shit. Oh, yeah. Oh, this just in. Okay. Minnesota Governor Tim Walz spoke to the media, said he received a call from Jay-Z. Jay-Z called the Minnesota Governor asking for justice for George for George Floyd. We're past the point of kneeling. We're past the well, Guess what? We're, poised, we're past the point of a fucking phone call. What the fuck did y'all talk about on the phone now? We're past the point of a fucking phone call. Fuck you. Fuck you, Sean Carter. It's your boy. It's the rock. I'm just getting over 30 million on you niggas. And this is but this is what he thrives on is being able to maneuver in white spaces. That's his thing. He likes that. So let him do that and you know, people will be out here doing the work. Um, uh, the other thing I wanted to touch on real quick, just something hilarious was, um, if you saw last night that Hawkeye was trending on Twitter, it was not because of Jeremy Renner. It was not because of the Marvel comics character. It was because there was a white man with a bow and arrow, uh, in Utah. The shit popped off in Utah of all places. His name is Brandon McCormick. Brandon McCormick. Was in the was in the crowd was it was in traffic during a protest. He had a bow and arrow that he was threatening to shoot people with. This is an old, tall white man with what looks like his summer camp bow and arrow, and he kept aiming it at people, and people were clearly terrified. Of this man yelling out "All lives matter," yelling "All lives matter," threatening people with the bow and arrow. He shot and missed someone. Shot at and missed someone. And then... And people came around, they flanked wo- him. They World War Z'd his ass. <laughs> <laughs> they jumped him and beat the living shit out of him. By the way, this was predominant. This was mostly white people. Yes. Were, again, jumped him, beat the shit out of him, and tipped his car over. Yeah. And when the and when the media asked what happened, what do you think he did? He blamed black people. I was attacked by two black African Americans. Man, 
There was not a nigga in that in that whole in that whole situation. That was hilarious. It was beautiful. And, and and while he was while he was describing his bullshit story, they were running the actual footage side by side with it. This was maximum white people stoppage. This is how you stop white people. Also, I want to give a shout out to the Amish people in Minneapolis who were on a bridge singing in support of George Floyd and, and, and Black Lives Matter. When you have Amish people who don't even engage in civilization, assuming that there's that this is real, when you have Amish people on some shit like y'all, y'all need to chill. They're gonna go home <laughs> and shun each other. Yeah, hey man, it makes some good furniture though. <laughs> uh, you know, I'm not I mean that there's there's been let me just say we can find hilarity in anything and there has been some fuckery within the within the seriousness of this somebody stole a horse <laughs> somebody stole a police horse yes and was what what got me was not only were they filming themselves on the horse and yelling at people i stole it, i stole it from the police but then you hear the way my bad but then, but then you hear the ways. Is there someone twerking in front of the police? Look, as a distraction, nigging does not take a day off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, someone stole an entire police horse, I think in Chicago, and rode that bitch down the street. <laughs> so we find hilarity in anything. The stolen horse was hilarious. Um, the fact that the Waze app, his Waze app went off, said... Yes, police in the area. Police in the area. <laughs> no! That shit was incredible. Um, we find a way to make something out of nothing. I love I love all... That, shout out to y'all for all the people that... Somebody kicked the flash bomb back. Yes. Oh, that's great. That is wonderful. I, I love how CNN makes everything in the DEFCON four. <laughs> the little standoff with yeah. the with the uh, with the police. Somebody threw a firecracker in there. It was clearly yeah. a firecracker because yeah. it was it was all kind of colors. Yeah. And then one of the cops looks back at the camera, and goes, "Oh, that was more than a firecracker. It must have been a flash bomb." That was quite clearly a firecracker. Get the fuck out of here! Uh, no one would have been able to see if it was a flashbang. The reporter was like, "Oh shit! Oh shit!" They've got flashbangs. How it must have been a flashbang that didn't go off. How'd they get their hands on a flashbang? Look, y'all, this has been some wild shit. This fucking is... fucking news crews are getting arrested on air. Oh my god! After yeah. showing credentials, um, you see Don Lemon ass ain't out there. Don Lemon, Don Lemon, in the Don house. Lemon's still been getting barred up. Don man, Don Lemon has come such a long way from Ferguson. He he done grown his edge up out, right? And he's just like. America now is suffering from two pandemics, COVID and racism. He out here talking that talking that shit. Uh, look at Tom Dubois, kind of. <laughs> Tom Dubois that got some bass in his voice. Um, listen, man, send your racist stories, send your real life racist encounters, along with your listener letters, uh, questions for myself and D. Randall or any of our guests. Please send that to uh, um. Opinions while black at gmail.com or 
You can log on to opinionswhileblack.com and uh, find any of the portals to get in touch with us through social media, whether that be Facebook, Twitter, and or Instagram. Uh, we'll be right back with your listener letters in the top three STFUs. You are experiencing Houston's most savage podcast. Pour up. And we are back. We are black. We are opinionated. And we are sufficiently drunk. I'm about to take this last co-worker shot real quick. Real talk. I, I, I promise you, this one is going to hurt. Oh, boy. This one is going to hurt. Love that warning. Oh. That one's hurt. Oh. Oh, all in my chest. Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, now it's on. My mouth is watering. Ah. Now it is time for your listener letters. Um, we have we have a few this week. Um, from Xavier Hunter. What up, X? What up, X? Like I know you. Uh, X wants X wants us to do start bench start bench cut, which is his version of fuck Mary kill. Okay. Um, start bench cut. Wale, mm. MF Doom, mm. and J. Cole. Mm. Uh, I know Wale is near and dear to Randall's heart, so I'm going to let him start this one off. Start, bench, and cut. <laughs> All right. I love how everything sports references. Uh, you know, my, my personal truth is I think all three of them are whack. <laughs> uh, Anyone that knows me knows that I do not fuck with MF Doom at all. I didn't know that. I do not. No? I think he is garbage and trash. Wow. And I know that's surprising because of my taste in hip-hop. I do not like Doom at Doom is very lyrical all. miracle. I thought that was he is He is the underground version of what I don't like about Wale. Oh, shit. Who is also trash. Um, J. Cole is the least of three evils. J. Cole is not bad. I just don't find him interesting in any shape, form, or fashion. I would cut all three of them <laughs> and just not have a just not have a roster at all. Just rebuild. Just rebuild. It's a rebuilding season. <laughs> <laughs> this is the '99 Bulls with Pete Myers. You know, we got Pete Myers. I'm sorry. I just. I don't I don't fuck with any of them hard body at all. I'm sorry, y'all. Um start bench cut. For me, I would start MF Doom because I actually I, one of my favorite albums uh that got me through my time at Half Price Books was um The Mouse and the Mask, which was uh uh it was Danger Doom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was uh DJ it was DJ Danger Mouse and MF Doom. And they did a whole bunch of Adult Swim theme songs, mm-hmm. uh, so that is definitely one of my favorites. Um, uh, I would bench Wale, um, and I would probably cut J Cole. Just 
J. Cole does not do it for me. He's not a... I don't think J. Cole is a bad rapper. I just haven't heard any content from J. Cole, much content from J. Cole that did it for me. What's crazy about J. Cole is that he actually talks about the shit that I want more people to talk about. Agreed. He just does it in a way that's unbearably uninteresting. Kind of middle of the road for me. Yeah, I'm just like, I, I understand what you're saying. But I'm also falling asleep it's, at the same time. It's not, yeah, it's not necessarily doing anything for me. I think he's a good rapper, though. Um, but yeah, I, I, it, I, he's not somebody I would, I would, uh, I would put in the starting lineup. And he definitely wouldn't be on my bench. Agreed. Um, Wale, I at least know a couple of songs that I enjoy from Wale. I can say that. Um, Randall cannot. <laughs> Um, so yeah, that would be my start bench cut. Start, start Doom, bench Wale, cut J. Cole, um, who is more or less the gluten-free version of Kendrick Lamar. Damn. Um, Tom White asks, favorite games for quarantining with at the moment? Honestly, I have been addicted, um, to Modern Warfare for Call of Duty. Pause before you say that. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm being, I'm drunk, so I'm being disruptive right now. Okay. I'm looking at a caption right now of a burned up and looted Popeye's chicken. Oh! And the caption says, Gave proof through the no! night that no! our flag no! was still there. As the Popeye's logo <laughs> on the ground. Oh, say does that Popeye's you know, sign banner a- yet sit. On the concrete with ash. He is so drunk. Only credit, no cash. Yes! He did that. Okay. He I did that. He's so drunk. Fucked up. Um, favorite games for quarantining uh, with oh, yeah. at the moment. I assume this is for me. There we go. Um, Ain't no of- games out here, nigga! Call of Duty Modern Warfare... I've actively been fucking with Call of Duty. It's just, it's something that I can just, when, when I'm working on something, I can take a break, plug into that for 15 minutes, and be out. Just, it, it, it doesn't have an ongoing thing where I have to have a commitment to it. Yeah. And I've unlocked the battle pass, so I have all the, I have all the weapons, and I'm up, I'm up to speed. I'm just ready for the new season to start this Tuesday, I guess. You're just training your shit, yourself for when the shit really pops off. I, I understand. Yeah, yeah, man. When this, when this... When the Civil War II electric boogaloo jumps off. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Antifa! We gotta get ready to save the community center. Uh, <laughs> um, uh, what else? Uh, Final Fantasy VII. I have not been back to it lately because I got bogged down in the, the Aerith story because it kind of dragged on. And I was like, okay, we get it. Aerith got kind of a crush on Cloud. Uh, can we get back to kicking ass? Um, so I'll be back to it probably right before, uh, the new modern warfare season starts. Um, and I have not, and I know this is what people have been wondering about. I have not been back to destiny two in some time because the new seasons, they've been trying to change the game mechanics a little bit and they're trying to figure out new inventive things to do with destiny two because they've decided that we're not going to get destiny three anytime soon. And when they were, when when it was Bungie and Activision together, they had a 
they had a design for giving us three games in ten years, but now that Bungie and Activision have broke up. Um, they've decided they don't have to do that, and say so and do whatever the fuck they want to right now. So they're just trying out new things, and none of them are interesting to me yet. Um, I am keeping up with the story because Destiny Three is when the darkness is supposed to appear. Um, and other than that. Anything I'm doing right now over the summer gaming wise is just me wasting time until Cyberpunk 2077 shows up in September. That shit is about to be lit. Um, that is what I've been waiting my whole year for so far. Uh, they pushed it back. Hopefully it won't push it back again. Um, very excited for that. Um, Llewellyn, L. Llewellyn James asked, is rioting at this very moment in America's history, namely one of incredible financial strain and, fragil and fragility, unlike any it's seen in over a hundred years, a horrid idea or a veritable stroke of sheer genius? Um, for me, it's neither. It's inevitable. That's what it is to me. Um, rioting is, or protesting, whatever you want to call it, What's happening right now was inevitable. With or without the deaths, the untimely deaths of um, innocent black people, I feel like that because people were already broke. People are um, out of work. People are sick. People around them are dying left and right. And with no, exp with no real explanation as to how it's going to get any better, Honestly, I'm surprised that it took this long for shit to pop off. This is what white people, I said this weeks ago, this is what white people have been worried about for a while. And this is why they won't really want to get the economy open so bad, because they want to get people back to work so they're not worried about fucking rioting. White people are always worried about looting. This is exactly what they wanted to get the fuck away from. Randall? I'm going to have to answer before my mind is completely gone. Yeah. Cause I'm 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 slipping into darkness right now. <laughs> I'm fucked up. Um, it's it's been a very exhausting week. Agreed. Um, as as I mentioned earlier in the show, it's it is counterproductive for you to try to tell people how to protest. And what people keep forgetting when they when they say, "Why are you looting? Why are you tearing shit up?" What they keep forgetting is that the first approach that most people take, nearly everyone takes, is a peaceful protest. We want to tell you that you're stepping on our neck. I'm telling you, dude, you got your knee on my neck. Please take your knee off my neck. After that, it becomes take your fucking knee off my neck. After that, I'm putting you in an ankle lock and I'm breaking your fucking ankle. That's that's what y'all need to fucking understand. Again, I said it before. Y'all 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 are trying to dictate how to channel our anger, but y'all aren't doing anything about the fucking cause of the anger. Don't don't I'm I'm not going to look. Looting and vandalism in and of themselves are not productive acts. But if it if it gets you to stop for a minute and look at what the fuck I'm telling you, then that's that's what's going to happen. It's going to continue to happen when people try to peacefully 
send you a message you ignore them and you demonize them and you're telling them that they're anti this and that and that they're un-american when quite frankly y'all should be happy that that's that's the most that they're doing at that time the most that they're doing is demonstrating like look i'm not gonna play along with your dumb shit because you try to kill me vandalism and robbery and, and, and not robbery and looting or whatever the fuck you want to call it mm-hmm. is a natural byproduct of not having an outlet to express your frustration in a constructive manner because every constructive manner that we try to take is being shot down by the very motherfuckers that want to keep that system in place. I don't even know if I answered the question because I'm drunk. I mean, mean, that's that's as good an answer as anything else. Um, It's appropriate. I'm just saying, like, it's... You can't... I'm not going to tell people not not to fucking do whatever the fuck they're doing because... Shit, I'm I'm a, I'll be honest, I'm not out there. I'm not in a position where I'm able to viably protest to get shit done. I can't do it, but I respect anyone that does. But I also know like after a while if you if you keep saying something and people are not listening, you got to figure out another way to communicate it to them. And if it's punching a motherfucker in the goddamn face, that's what it is. I mean, yeah, I and and you more or less covered it. Um, thank you, L. Llewellyn, for that. Um, Brandy Michelle asked, um, let's see, a moment of silence for the black and brown bodies, damaged and hurting, seen and unseen, the stories we know and the stories we don't. Um, that is appropriate, is never, is, is never, is very rarely ever appropriate to have dead air on a podcast, but we can afford, uh, 10 seconds or so. Um, to recognize the untimely deaths of innocent black people um, that we wish were here right now. Uh, we will just do that real quick. Thank you very much for that, Brandy. Um, uh, very appropriate for this episode. Um, Jeremiah Payne. Oh, affluent. Ask, given everything is going, give, given everything going on, I am really interested in your professional and insightful opinion. Perhaps in an, uh, perhaps an in-depth analysis with examples that can be easily grasped by people who just want to know more about titties. Oh, about what again? Titties. Oh, um, speak. This is the second time titties have come up this week. I'm going to assume this is for me. Um. <laughs> I did get another question about titties. What what kind of titties? Somebody asked me what kind of titties I like. Let me tell you something. What? All titties matter. Yes. All of them. If there's something that we can all agree on. Um, I am I am at the forefront of uh, the movement for titty representation. Uh, for representation all across the titty spectrum. Um, I'm a fan. I've been a fan of small titties, big titties. Um, Angelina Jolie got small titties. I like those. Um, you know, I, I don't really have a top 10 titty list, but they do, they do go about the spectrum. Tannerelle, who has been on our, um, our featured music playlist. Um, she was, um, she was made fun of on social media because she didn't wear a bra. So her, so her titties were hanging naturally. I think she has great titties. Who is this again? 
Tannerell. I, I never say that name right. I don't know how the name is actually said. But she's been on our playlist before. Uh, she was doing the space voodoo sex music. Um, but um, I may have to look that up for research purposes to get a frame of reference <laughs> of, of what you're talking about, of course. For, purely, purely for research um, you know, I you know it, the bra on or off doesn't matter. Rihanna, I don't think Rihanna's worn a bra since like 2010. Um, at least three albums ago. Um, it, all titties matter, man. Uh, shout out to uh, Amara La Negra, Jada Fire. Um, all all titties matter in this. All titties are needed in the movement. Um, I don't want anybody's titties to feel left out. Um, A cups to D cups don't matter. Um, and, and that's what and that's where I am about it. Uh, one of these days, maybe maybe when we start doing after dark, um, we'll have like a, I'll have like a titty list, like a top ten titty list or mm. something. Um, uh, was there? That was it. Thank you, everyone. Thank you, Brandy. Thank you, Jeremiah Payne. Llewellyn, um, uh, everybody else who uh, sent me, uh, ex, uh, Xavier Hunter, everybody who sent me a little something, um, please keep it up. Send your uh, questions and all that to all the, we've named all that already, all the appropriate yeah. places. Opinionswhileblack.com, opinionswhileblack at gmail.com. Y'all know what to do. Even though this is not a listener letter, I just want to send a very quick shout out to one of our listeners, Kanji Sin. Who has been what up, Kanji? She's been going off on Instagram, especially IG Live. Did not realize that she is a child of a Black Panther, and she has been schooling you niggas on what time of day it is. She's been lit as fuck on Twitter. Yeah. Um. So. Uh, yeah. She's she's always got an opinion. She was lighting people up. She was lighting people up about. Uh, I want to skip all this. We have to get her on the show. We got to get her on the show. Real talk. When all this is over, she coming. She, I, I've been saying it for a while. Um, I know she got some hot shit to say. If you're listening, you're invited. I'm Basically, just let, I'm just letting you know. Yeah. When you know, of course, when all this is yeah. died down. Yeah. Yes. You're totally invited. Um, it is time for the top three STFUs. Uh, we've had a whole evening of shut the fuck up, but these are the top three people that desperately need to shut the fuck up. I can't open my eyes. Number three, the Martin Luther King people. The Martin Luther King people have got to shut the fuck up. Anytime protest gets what they consider to be out of hand, anytime protesting gets a little spicy, anytime protesting goes outside of something that you can bring Will I Am to. Whoa. Yeah, I said it. All of a sudden, they want to ask us, what would Martin Luther King say? And all the white people go, aren't you going against Dr. King's dream? I don't think y'all want to know what he would really say. <laughs> First of all, I have been, I have always been of the mind that Martin Luther King has slapped the shit out you. Yeah. He's an alpha, so I know he slapped the shit out you. Uh, he's an alpha back when, back when hazing was a, was a, a public, openly done thing. <laughs> so I know he slapped the shit out you. Um, second, don't get it twisted just because he was a paid public speaker who had to keep a certain image to keep working. He a nigger. Martin Luther King was a nigger. Yep. And he fucking fights you. I know he would. 
third, they shot him. Martin Luther King was as peaceful mm-hmm. as they could be because yes. he had to be in that position, but they shot him. It's a terrible example for y'all to use. Because what you're saying is, we want y'all to niggas, we don't want y'all niggas to be peaceful. We by want the way, y'all to be docile enough to shoot. By the way, we're still going to shoot you. And we're still going to shoot you. We have to get out of this notion that being respectable will save us. Being respectable will not save you. I repeat, being respectable will not save you. I've said I've used this example time and again, and I will continue to use this example. Henry Louis Gates is the most respectable motherfucker on the planet. And the police harassed him for trying to break into his own fucking his house. His own house. His own house. He lost his keys, was trying to get into his house, and the police harassed him. Even Barack Obama publicly said them, those police were fucking up. Um, we have to get out of the notion that be looking a certain way. All these, all these fucking, because I'm so sick of all these fucking memes of niggas in suits marching. It's hot, nigga. It's too hot for that shit. It's too hot for these masks, to be honest with you. Another reason why I'm not out there. Uh, uh, chief among them why I'm not out there. I can't take it in an Uber. I can't take it just in a, in a five to ten minute Uber. Look, plenty of y'all out there wearing masks with the mask under your nose, which is completely negating the impo- the, the the point of Ain't wearing. None of y'all wearing them right. None of y'all. Just stop. Just stop. Just shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. Mind your business. What would Martin Luther King do? He'd want to not be shot. Yeah, he 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 didn't ask to be shot. He would also be wearing a mask, y'all. Like y'all, y'all need to. Y'all, y'all need to find new role models. Y'all need to read a book. There, there's more than one. There's a lot of books about a lot of people who would have done things other than what Martin Luther King would have done. Malcolm X is one of them. There's a book. There's a book. He has a book. It's pretty good. Read that one. Read any number of books about the Black Panthers. Read any no, read the Miseducation of the Negro. Read something other than something that's gonna make you, that that's gonna tell you to put on a suit and tie and look good for these white people. Yep. Sit the fuck down. Shut the fuck up. Anybody, I'm all I'm only for black movement. That's it. For that's it. That's it. Nothing else. In the immortal words of Jesse Williams, sit down. Number two, Dwayne Carter, Uh, Lil Wayne. Dwayne Carter is back. He seems to only come back to say stupid, coonish shit. He was was talking to Fat Joe about the death of uh, George Floyd and a couple other, uh, a couple other, uh, Ahmaud Arbery and... You know, just just the overall tone of what's happening right now. Lil Wayne says, I think when we see these situations, I think we also have to understand that we have to get very specific. And what I mean by that is we have to stop viewing it with such a broad view. Meaning we have to stop placing the blame on the whole force and the whole everybody or a certain race or everybody with a badge, Wayne told Fat Joe during the broadcast. We have to actually get into who that person is. 
And, and if we want to place the blame on anybody, it should be ourselves for not doing more than what we think we're doing. Okay. I'm going to pass that to Randall. Okay. All right. So I want to start by saying, fuck you, Lil Wayne. Um, I'm, I'm going to take this. I'm going to take a couple of points out of here. Let's go. He said that we have to stop viewing it with such a broad view. Um, and for someone to say that, 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 that clearly indicates that he is someone that is completely ignorant of the way the systemic racism works and that the institution of racism works. It works in broad strokes. It encompasses the entirety of our lives. So you have to look at it with a broad view. You dumb fuck. I wish he would have OD'd on whatever the fuck he was on at the time. I said it. Oz did not. That's on me. He, okay? also, he also went on to say that he wishes, um, just before you cook, he also went on to say that um, he, doesn't, he doesn't know anything about racism because a white man saved his life. Bitch, you grew up in the projects. Eat a dick. You know what I'm saying? You grew up in the fucking Magnolia projects. <laughs> that shit was created by systemic racism and, and economic disenfranchisement. You stupid fuck. Shut the fuck up. So we got tattoos on your face because you're a fucking idiot. We have to stop placing the blame on the whole force or the whole everybody. You know what? If, if, if there's a police force and there are only a couple of bad apples in the police force and the rest of that police force doesn't do anything about those bad apples, then fuck the whole force. Fuck the whole body of that motherfucker. Yes, there are good cops. There are people who are cops that are fathers, brothers, mothers, sisters, daughters, and all that shit. And let me and let me say while you're on that note, we have to acknowledge because I've because I've seen this a lot on social media. Where are all the black cops? You know where all the black cops are. Trying not to get harassed. Right. Trying not to get run. Trying not to get run run out of their job. And let's be honest, we there are cases where just being get just just being harassed and forced out of your job is a best case scenario. Yep. When you t- when you're a black cop. That tells on other cops. You might die. You might die. So they're fighting for their life too. Yeah. So we, we're acknowledging that. Having said that, being a police officer is being part of a system. And we have to look at that system. When that system isn't working for the people that it's supposed to protect, that is including, then that is including pe- black people and or people of color. We have to we have to look at that system. If they're a part of that system, unfortunately, we have to look at them too. What he doesn't realize is that most police forces in this country were originally created in, in a response to the abolition of slavery. Most police forces were originally created with the specific purpose of rounding up either either black people or Native American people and keeping them under control. That was the express purpose of most of the police forces that were initiated in this country, specifically to round up black people and people of color. So police is a fairly young we're talking about institution. A, we're talking about less than 200 years old. Okay. In some cases, just over 100 years old. Okay. So it, it, it's, it's, they were specifically designed. Like I know that the Houston Police Department... The Houston Police Department was specifically chartered to find ways to incriminate and round up newly freed blacks. Man, don't get me started on HPD. All right. So he's talking about we need to get into that person is. I don't give a fuck who you are if you have a badge. I know that if you have a badge, you have a responsibility. Exactly. And that responsibility is to protect 
and serve. I give a fuck about what you do in the context of your job. Right. So, Dwayne Carter got to shut the fuck up. Just because this is the only time he comes out. He comes out to to say some coonish shit about racism. Because he did this shit when Black Lives Matter started. Mm-hmm. Um, and to cap off his bullshit, and I know this is going to lead into the next one. He's saying some shit that says that we need to place the blame on everyone, on anyone. No, we don't. It should be ourselves no, we for don't. not doing more than we think we're doing. What else could we be doing? We're doing, we're, we're at a last resort. The things that are going on this weekend are a last resort. Because they won't listen to shit else. We try, to, we try to tell them in our media. We try to tell them in our, in our music, in our art. We try to tell them every way possible what the fuck is going on. This is the last resort. So I, I don't know what else it is he thinks we should be doing. Doing more. What are you doing? What the fuck is Lil Wayne doing? I'm just saying. I'm. I am just saying. I think he needs to stop doing the talking. For, there needs to be one person doing the talking in that family. It probably needs to be uh, his baby moms. It needs to be Toya. Nobody. Just because I. Just because I like listening. Nobody. To her talk. Nobody. I don't want to hear shit from any of them. Okay, fair enough. Well, uh, yeah, Dwayne Carter needs to shut the fuck up. Um, and the number one person who needs to shut the fuck up, man, I've been waiting on this, is Shamik Moore. Uh, if you don't know who Shamik Moore is, it's because you have not seen the movie Dope, and, you're not, and you have not seen uh, uh, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse, where he plays Miles Morales, a.k.a. Uh, the Spider-Man of color. Yep. So, Shamik Moore, when he could have just been eating his food... He could have just sat there and ate his food. Look, they got a sequel coming out in 2022. He, he should be reading over that script. I don't say. Because he's, he's blowing this. Um, basically, he got on social media and said... Now, the first thing he said that pissed people off was that he needs to... Was that um, we have to stop living in the past and live in the present. And that he, um, he doesn't fear racism because he's tough in... Because he knows how to be tough in tough situations. Ain't nobody tougher than a bullet. Let me just say that first off. Ain't nobody tougher than a bullet. There is no tougher than a bullet. Ain't nobody tougher than a knee in their neck. I have watched enough UFC to know that there are some, there are some things you can't tap out of. Yep. And the police don't give a fuck about a tap out. Um... You can be as tough as you fucking want to. The police don't give a fuck. The police got 30 weapons, got 30 pounds of equipment on them at any given time to fuck you up with. And know that they're not going to get prosecuted for doing so. And you ain't got shit but a tough attitude and a sad card, nigga. (laughs) So, please get your mind in order. And then went on, and then... When he could have just sat there and ate his food still, the nigga got on uh, IG Live, I guess, and started talking about, man, you know, I really need to have some OGs to talk about this with. Wait, wait. Before before that, uh, before that, you got to set it up. So after he got dragged for his initial comments. They did fuck him up. He said he was going to go on IG Live and, and, and further explain himself. Now... Anyone who's been around long enough knows that that's not the move to make. Never. And a lot of people came into his comments and were like, 
on the cool man, bro, black man to black man, you should not do that. <laughs> what what you could do is just go ahead and delete what you already wrote. Just go just take a week off, man. Just take a week off and people people will forget about it. Like you're still good for now. Just kind of just fall back. Just chill. And he just he was loud and wrong and he was like, "Nope. I'm going to go on IG live against the advice of, of his my people, team, of yeah. his team." So now we know the answer. I've asked this before. Do people not have handlers? Do people not have PR people? They do have PR people. They just don't listen to them. He doesn't have a Jamal. He does not have a Jamal. If does he does not, have a Jamal, he does not have a Supreme. If he if he does have a Jamal or a Supreme, he's not listening to them. So well, no, Supreme will just take your shit. Yeah, Supreme would just like let me hold that real quick. Give me that phone. Give me sit this you, phone. Sit nigga. your bitch ass down, sit nigga. The fuck down. Fuck is wrong with you, nigga? Go get a beer out of it, nigga. Yeah, I said what I said, nigga. Um. Shamik Moore went on IG Live and explained to us that even in the Rosa Parks situation, she said he said that at the time Rosa when Rosa Parks was fighting for her right to sit down, that there were black owned cabs, cab companies that were available. Basically he just told us that Rosa Parks could have just caught a cab. He said that she should have caught a cab instead of taking the bus. This is the exact shucking and jiving that I'm talking about. See, th- this is how you know there's a di- there's a divide in the Sony in the Sony Marvel people <laughs> and the Disney Marvel people. Yes, sir. Because you see every every nigga that has said some crazy shit over on the over on the on the Disney Marvel people, it don't last long. You know, Anthony Mackie was good for saying some crazy shit for a while. Yeah. You don't hear shit from Anthony Mackie anymore. They don't have a person to pull them to the side on the Sony Marvel people. They they not as they not as hooked up. And when everybody else in your crew is deeper than you, Tom Holland has reasonable shit to say about this. My Spider Man. Chris Evans has reasonable shit to say about this. Tom Holland po- posted a picture of George Floyd with the caption, "Please, I can't breathe. My stomach hurts, etc., cetera, etc." Cetera. And Tom Holland, the real Spider Man goes whenever a video like this emerges apologists for police brutality are wheeled out to explain people like Shamik Moore extenuating circumstances blah 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 nothing excuses this absolutely nothing this is Tom Holland talking to white people the police involved in this incident are contemptible as is anyone who defends their actions R.I.P. George Floyd while your family's loss is forever I hope your death is a kernel for change and then he includes the action item, text Floyd to this number to make a change. That's what Tom Donate Holland did. money to the family. Okay. You know what I'm saying? That's what I, Tom Holland did. That's Tom Holland. That's a white person speaking to white people. A British white person. So that's, the benef- that's the benefits of fucking Zendaya. I already know. I already know. Hey. Zendaya would, Zendaya would go let him hit <laughs> if, he, if, he, if he didn't come out and say the right shit. She, I already know. She's legal. <laughs> No, she's legal. No, that was just a, okay. Yeah, that we, was yeah, just an affirmation. Yeah, because we don't need to. We don't need to hear the bullshit. Yeah, that's true. Um, and Zendaya out here posting Baldwin on your bitch ass, bro, bro. Zendaya out here killing. You know, Zendaya was like, "Hey, if you want to hit again, she dead ass posted some James Baldwin." I'm saying, all right, I feel you. I feel you. 
All I'm saying is Shamik Moore. Somebody on Twitter said this that he needs to chill out before they replace him with uh, Don Cheadle. <laughs> Don Cheeto gonna be the replacement for every nigga to fuck up. <laughs> every light skinned nigga to fuck. Oh no, Shamik Moore ain't light skinned. Fuck around and give Brandon T. Jackson a career again. Damn. <laughs> Damn. Bow Wow is Spider Man in Spider Verse 2. Damn. <laughs> Actually, I would rather have a problematic Shamik Moore than Bow Wow. I'm, I agree. Agree. Um. Yeah, they are, Batista got shit to say. Batista, and I, I, I actually watched this earlier, and I'm not even going to go into it, but Batista and and Titus O'Neil from the WWE actually sat down with um, two sheriffs in Tampa. Oh, Titus been on some real shit. In Tampa, Florida, and they like, we're going to sit down, we're going to have a talk talk about this. Yeah. And, and you know, the, the beautiful thing about it is, man, they gave Titus, a black man, um, I mean, if you didn't know by the name Titus, um, they gave him room to vent his frustrations, and he talked about having three sons, one of whom is 18 years old, who he's about to buy a car for, and now he has to think about shit like a dashboard cam and and, and reinforcing the fact that black men have to have a talk or the talk with their sons. Real talk. Man. So it, it's it's a shame when so many people get it right, and people, some people who are young and 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 sheltered who look like us who look like us and who are more likely to die like Shamik Moore is at an age bracket where he's probably more likely to die than you and I um because yeah. young black men are getting him the fuck up it's true more than us you know he looks like an Aesop Rocky looking nigga so he'll get he'll get <laughs> hemmed up hemmed up with the quickness it, it, it's, it's 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 a shame where you are that ignorant of your own situation that you try to dismiss other people who are trying to help your stupid ass out. Like, nigga, you ain't done enough to really be popping like that. Exactly. To, to be strong and wrong like that. Dope wasn't that good. Dope was not good. Oh, you didn't like dope? No. You know, Jeff told me he didn't like dope. Jeff Castro said he didn't like dope either. He's probably not a good representative. Jeff doesn't like anything. <laughs> And Jeff is one of the people I've been talking to all weekend about this shit. Jeff Jeff doesn't like anything, but that's another story. That's all other thing. for another time. D Randall, have we done a podcast? Shit, have we? We definitely did. We could have done two more hours of this shit. We, we definitely. Um, we just we we wanted to do something special because we wanted to. There's a lot of frustration, and though we've wanted to be there to entertain, we also want to be here to unpack. So and say some of the things that you may not have gotten to say to people and just know that there are people that are listening to you and just be a soundboard for y'all um, so we can get through this together uh, and so you can get through your work week. Um, that's why we were finally conve- convening on a Sunday um, so we can so we can convene and get this out to you so you can get through your work week, whether that be at home, working from home, uh, you know, with your kids getting on your nerves, or at the office with white people getting on your fucking nerves. Um, I, I At the moment, I can't relate, but I've been able to relate. Uh, we did get some feedback from a longtime listener, Sedina, who writes. Uh, she, she, posted our, she posted our link, our Apple link, and um, told people on Facebook, just a reminder that supporting and uplifting black media is part of how we, white people, can learn. And Oz is someone I will always go to. I, that that means the world. That's a lot, and that's the work. 
Let me tell you something. That is part of the work. Yes. Telling other white people to invest in black content. Amplifying black voices. Amplifying black voices. And she has a and she and she definitely has a voice that is amplified, that does have that does have reach. Um, amen to her. God bless her. Um, a couple other people that have reached out to me. Um, these are white people that don't have to pander that I know are doing the work. Um, uh, shout out to Katie, uh, shout out to Anthony and his, and his wonderful wife, Rachel. Um, these are people that don't have to pander to anybody. Mm -hmm. These are people that are genuine and you know, they're genuine when you talk to them immediately, they're out here doing the work. Um, that means the, that means the most, um, God bless y'all. Um, that's why, that's why I'm kind of like, fuck Doja Cat in her 15 minutes. Cause there are people with a lot less doing a lot more. Um, team Oz, y'all are the best. Let's keep magnifying this. Um, I'll, we're, we're going to be here. Can I, can I just, I just want to say one last thing. Do it. Before we sign off. Uh, Go ahead. As I start to sober up just a little bit, but not a lot. <laughs> um, This this has been a this has been a tough week for black men, and Man. I'm not looking for y'all sympathy on anything. Um, I was I was truly touched this week by a few of my female friends who reached out just to say I love you and that you are valued, amen, and that and that we need you. Like I I legit I legit teared up on one of them because. Um, you know we are we are so forced to push back pain and trauma and try not to identify it as such um we we have to we have to push back a lot in order mm -hmm. to just to just function and it's beautiful to know that to know that people um do love and appreciate and and value us um even though we are not perfect in and of ourselves um we do we've said this before all the time we do this partially out of therapy um we do it as our as our own release and we hope that it it acts in the same way for the rest of you all that i ask is that everyone everyone respects the fact that everyone is going through something and understand that we are trying to tackle the immediate threat of what is in front of us right now Facts. It doesn't mean that we don't have 12 other things that we're trying to deal with as well. But right now, this is what the fuck we're trying to deal with. Um, fuck you and your celebrities. Fuck Madonna. Um, fuck Madonna and her son and all with, the goddamn dancing. With him tap dancing out there. We don't we don't give a fuck about you tap dancing for Michael Jackson. Michael Jackson wouldn't want that shit. Wasn't even a good Michael Jackson impression. You're not You're not helping us by doing that shit. What you what you can do, Madonna, is you can talk you can talk to white people. You can open up your pocketbook or whatever. You can get down there on the front line your fucking self. You can stop adopting fucking black children. Just give them the money. Something. I'm just you saying. know sponsor someone else to adopt black children because you up here throwing watermelon in front of your daughters and shit like that. What the fuck is like, wrong like with we you? Don't, we don't need we don't need shit like that. Um, again, all of that all of that to say is. Um, even if we don't want to admit it, shit like this does affect all of us. Um, we need to continue to support each other. We need to recognize when other people need to be supported in turn. 
and be allies for each other. We all face um, a common obstacle, a common enemy, and that enemy is systemic racism Facts. and an economic system that always seems to provide an additional advantage to the rich. Um, I want y'all to take the same energy into the fall and into every other session thereafter. Engage in engage with your local elected officials. Challenge your elected officials to meet you out there on the front lines and make a difference. Um, and be involved in the act of making policy. Policies that benefit you. Vote. And your kind. Um, and and as, a, as, a, as an end result of that, you need to vote on those as well. Fire the people you need to fire and hire the people you need to hire. Yes. That's voting. And then the last step, or actually should be the first step, um, one of the things that we're seeing that no one's really talking about during this entire COVID thing as well as now with us entering into a, an area of civil unrest is every time things like this happen, small businesses and local businesses get pushed further and further into the back. When we hear reports of Jeff Bezos potentially becoming a trillionaire, the world's first trillionaire, what that tells me is that more and more local businesses are going to go under in favor of the convenience of Amazon. And I'm, I'm completely complicit in that because I use Amazon quite a bit. My challenge to everyone is to identify local businesses in your area. Identify local businesses within a five-mile radius of your home. Let's start that. Facts. Local businesses... You know, I don't I, look, I don't even care if they're if they're black owned or not. I'm talking about businesses that directly impact the neighborhood that you are in. F try to find all the goods and services that you need for yourself within a five mile radius of your home. Facts. Yes. And, and put your money there so it goes directly into your neighborhood and then supplement it with whatever you need to get from Amazon or who the fuck ever. And but even if you don't patronize them. Mm hmm. Establish a relationship with them. Yes. Know those people. In know your who they are. Those are the, those are the people you need to know in your community because those are the people you need to be checking on during these times when people's shit is getting vandalized and you never know who's gonna who's gonna go over there and do that under the cover of other people right. doing constructive things. Yep. You know, so you never know when that's gonna happen, um, and you need to know those people. It's just like you know to your neighbors in your neighborhood. You need to know those people and we need to start talking to each other and we need to start establishing those relationships because we're mm -hmm. going to need those as we go forward with a yep. movement. Yeah. Um, man, this is, this has been the most informed. I think this is the most informative we've probably ever gotten. Um, yeah. Um, it was necessary. It was long, but it was necessary. We don't give a fuck as long as y'all are getting the right things from us. Yeah. As long as the conversation's good, we were happy to do it. We'll be back next week. We're going to be here. Um, so this has been episode... 90. 90. God damn. We're in the nines. Uh, we're there. Of Opinions Wild Black. I have been Oz. I don't know who I am anymore. <laughs> <laughs> and as always, forever in parting, titties. Are you okay? Yeah, I'm good. <laughs>